Welcome to Unplanned Potency, the only show on the internet where sometimes you feel lonely and you want to grab your closest friend and say, hey, can you listen? And we're that friend. <laughs> I'm Chris. I'm Matt. Is Matt, that, hey, can you can you listen? As in, like, will you listen to me, or like, will you fucking listen to me? Like, yeah. can you shut up? <laughs> <laughs> I think sometimes it's both. Okay. Sometimes your best friend is the person who just won't shut the fuck up because they're like, "Hey, you're gonna be interested in everything I say. You're my best friend." And you're like, "Hey, be quiet. <laughs> I have an issue. <laughs> Stop talking." <Okay>. Fair <laughs> enough. Matt, how's your week going? How's my week going? My week's actually going pretty okay. I'm at a, my life is in a really stressful place right now, but actually, uh, most things are looking up. So, yeah, it's in an interesting place. It's been an interesting week. Um, inter- interesting things are going on with my job, and inter- interesting things are going on with my life, interesting things are going on with podcasts. Um, yeah. Our podcast has been getting some more followers and some more listeners on Spotify in particular. Yeah. And uh, uh, we were both on Don't Look Under the Internet it's, this week. Were we? Yeah. This, oh, yeah. is that what that stranger was all about? <laughs> yeah, that guy named Mike? Yeah. It, that, yeah. That wasn't just a homeless guy. Oh, I thought we were just doing a, a recording of this show and he just like hopped in and we were just like, oh, we'll switch it up a little bit. May as well do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you haven't already, go listen to that. Don't look under the internet. If you're not listening to it or if you haven't listened to it, what are you doing with your life? Yeah. It's a great show. Great Mike, show. what a great guy. Yeah, he is a great guy. Uh, anyway, uh, that's yeah. my life. How's, how was your week? Um, how was my week? Uneventful. Like, super uneventful. It could have been less eventful, though. That would have been nice. I, uh... I just, I just, I'm, I'm constantly feeling just on edge, you know? I feel like I need a vacation again. I just need to unwind. Didn't you just have a, like, week-long staycation? Yeah. So, work, work got to me, basically. I had a lot of, had a lot of stuff go sideways at work, Um, and, you know, the, the normal work things, it just was a lot this week, and it's... Just uh, after uh, the previous week of work, it's just been built up, and I'm ready for another vacation. But you know what? You can't have a vacation every day. Otherwise, you'd be unemployed. That <laughs> that is that is what being unemployed is. Yes, <laughs> it's true. It's a, it's a daily <laughs> vacation. I've been unemployed for uh, periods of time mm. in my life uh, by choice. Luckily, um, I'm going to tell you what I love it. <laughs> absolutely love it's it pretty love sweet it's just pretty do whatever sweet. you want to do it's pretty nice to just not work yeah um i'm just lifing man i'm just lifing cleaned uh, this past week um start, signed up for grocery good. delivery service instead of going what? to get groceries yeah that was crazy signed up for walmart initially asked them to deliver by 8 p.m. They hadn't delivered by midnight, so I canceled that order and went to Kroger <laughs> and had them deliver my food. So, fuck you, Walmart. Deliver food on time. Okay. That's my message. That was my big Kroger, event. sponsor us. And, uh, yeah, if you sponsor us, I forgive you. Uh, oh, Kroger or Walmart. Yeah, either one. Kroger. <laughs> I'm just saying. It, yeah. Walmart will forgive you. Kroger, 
keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. But also sponsor us. But also sponsor us. And Meyer, if you want to jump on there, I'll shop there. Um, <laughs> that's it for me. But, you know, this week has been exciting for a lot of people. Uh, today especially. I'm going to date this episode. Today is the day that Biden announced a $10,000 prize to everyone who still has college debt. I guess it's kind of a prize. It's kind of just here's $10,000 off. It's like a coupon. a grand prize that everyone gets. <laughs> yeah. Except for the people who already paid off their debt. Um, yeah. <laughs> or didn't have it. But yeah. Um, or make more than $125,000 a year. Yes. There are stipulations to it. Um, yeah. 125000 Less than that. Yeah. That's. Was there a minimum if you make amount? If you make $125,000 a year or more, you're not eligible. Right. Which, I guess if you have more college debt than that, you probably went to a pretty nice college or were in college for a really long time. Yeah, it's probably not as much of an issue for you. Yeah, probably not. Um, But we're not going to dig into that topic uh, because I think, I mean, we could do politics. We've never specifically stated we would avoid politics. Um, But that's not where this topic is going. It's going to decision making. Decision making. To decision making. Matt, today's topic is what would you do if you were president for a day? And by extension, no. what would you do if you were president? A day is a really limited amount of time. Nothing gets done in a day as president. We all know this. Let's not be let's not pretend otherwise. What would you do if you were president? That's that's the question. And you know what? You don't even have to pick of America. You can pick any country if you really want. Uh see, I think when most people ask this question, they they're envisioning like some sort of magical world where the president is just supreme ruler of America and can just do whatever the fuck they want. Oh, absolutely. Which, that's not how it works. So if if we're going that route and you can just do whatever you want to do, um, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to answer this question without getting too deep into politics. If I was president for a day and I had unlimited power, the things that I would do would probably be. Like, I don't know. I think there are things that I, I'll get into politics for a second. I would make, um, I mean, I think I would put more protections in place for um, gay marriage and LGBT rights and things of that nature. I would put more protections in place for. I'll say it. Uh, I'll put. I would put protections in place for abortion because okay. I. I think um, you may not be on that side if you're listening to this, and you know what? That's fine. But it's what I would do, and it's what most of the developed world has done. So it's true. Um, I would do that, and then I think a lot of my presidency, whether it was like ruling with an iron fist or working through the current like bureaucracy and stuff would be investing resources into renewable energy Mm. because Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people, I mean, it's a hot button topic, whether climate change is real or not and whether renewable energy and uh, fossil fuels and stuff, whether that's actually worth anybody's time. But the thing is, if you create a bunch of jobs um, working on renewable energy development and stuff, the worst thing, the worst case scenario is you've 
vi like you've put a bunch of life into another industry that people can work in. Yeah. And it's going to create jobs. Like like I don't understand people who are so militantly against developing renewable energy. You're going to create jobs. Yeah. People have to work doing this. Yeah, like, I don't understand that either. And the, like the concept of renewable energy, it's a now an energy source that we just have that doesn't run out. What's yeah. bad about it? Whether whether global warming is an issue or not, or whether the climate is at danger or not, like you said, we now have an energy source we don't have to constantly dig through the earth to get. That's right. a win. Like, people will say that you're going to take jobs away from coal miners and people who work in the oil industry and stuff, but, I mean... It's not like there aren't other jobs that are going to be created by this. People yeah. have to make solar panels. People have to deliver solar panels. Yep. People are going to have to install solar panels. Yep. People are going to have to um, maintain solar farms and wind farms. And like there's, I, I, don't, I don't understand what the harm in putting effort into a, a developing industry and catching up with the rest of the world is yeah i, uh, so I that's, agree with you that's a big thing for me and then the last thing if we're if we're living in the realm of like actual possibility and realistic goals would be uh investing in space travel and space exploration yeah and stuff like that um i think that whether you believe that the planet is gonna die a horrible death and we're going to run out of oxygen and global warming is going to kill us all or not. We're going to get to the point if where the if the population keeps growing where we're just going to run out of space. Yep. And we got to go somewhere. That's, so that's true. <laughs> I think it's a worthwhile investment to try to figure out how to get into space. Yeah. I mean, uh, even if even if like the current generation and the future generations forever decide to have less children and maybe the population curve like evens out or even like declines and like dips still doesn't matter eventually this if you if you're talking about the survival of our species eventually our star is going to explode and mm -hmm. earth's atmosphere and moon will only block meteors so long until a giant one comes and slaps it like it did with the dinosaurs so for the survival of the species, we have to leave at some point. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. At some point, eventually. So we may as well get on it. Yeah. Why again, wait? What's the worst case scenario? We develop a cool telescope and we create more jobs again. Like, I see people... Okay, I actually took this stance on Twitter. I don't know if you saw the tweet that I posted. I don't tweet much on the Podency account anymore because nobody follows the Podency account and it's just... It's dead. Yeah, this is a call no to point. action. Go follow us on <laughs> yeah. Twitter. Maybe we'll and tweet. you'll get <laughs> you'll get tweets like this one where I took uh I think I said something along the lines actually of uh, on Podency we don't typically take stances on divisive issues, but I retweeted a picture of Jupiter from the new NASA telescope yeah. that they launched and I was like this is the dopest shit. Like if you if you think that NASA and space is a hoax, so you're lacking <laughs> you're lacking critical thinking skills. 
Like, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm about to just derail this episode into no. talking about flat Go. Earth theory <laughs> and like ragging on people. But if you look at the thread that I retweeted on the Podency account, there's just it's just people arguing about the flat Earth and how NASA is just making up uh, these pictures of space and how it's all a lie. And I don't understand it. What? I've spent some time on YouTube watching videos from people with this perspective. I've Googled things from people with this perspective. And I just, I don't understand what you think the end goal is. I, it just seems like <laughs> these people are just convinced that the government is tricking them into thinking that the world works a certain way for the hell of it just because they think that lying to them and and making them and like making people think that this the earth doesn't work the way that it does it means that they can exhibit some sort of control over people do you understand how much effort and how difficult it would be to get enough people to agree to maintain this conspiracy without anybody slipping up somewhere and giving you like undeniable proof that they're lying or somebody blowing the whistle like the the fact that there are people out there that think that for decades the the government or the illuminati or whatever the fuck you think exists has been able to maintain this illusion in such a such an incredibly uh like seamless way is it's absolutely baffling to me that anybody thinks that humans can't do anything right <laughs> we can't do it we, we, it would be the most monumental undertaking the most incredible achievement of mankind for any organization to pull that off to pull off a lie of that magnitude and yeah. not slip up somewhere, it it's it's incredible to me that anybody thinks that. I don't I don't understand it. it. I can only imagine that the reasoning behind it is they think, like you said, it offers them some kind of control or some kind of power. Maybe they think that you know if it's the flat Earth and they try to convince everyone that it's you know a globe then we won't go seeking the giant uh, elephants that are holding up the flat earth on top of the turtle's back. <laughs> and, you know, we won't f find these magical creatures or escape the ice ring around the planet and see Narnia beyond or something like that. I don't know. It, it's goofy as hell to me because it seems pretty obvious that things are round. Well, I don't know. Why, why would the planet be flat? Like, uh, that's... That's my question. Why would you even think it's flat? Like, where did, where would you get that idea? Because you looked into the horizon and can't see anything beyond the horizon, but you walk to the horizon and, whoop, there's more land? That doesn't make sense. Just think about it. Where, where does the flat part come from? Why would you think it's flat? The thing is, it's like Occam's razor, right? Like, how the simplest explanation for most things, like, you can bet that the simplest explanation for most things is, is the actual explanation. Yeah. And... I, for, there, like, you could, people ask flat earthers the obvious questions, like, 
when you look off into the horizon, why can't you just see forever? If it was flat, you would just be able to see from as long as you had high enough elevation to where like nothing was going to be in your way, like a mountain or something, you would be able to theoretically see from New York to Florida. Yeah. Like eventually, I guess if it was foggy, the light would disappear into the fog or something, but it's, it's obvious from, there are so many places on the planet that you can look out onto the, the ocean or through a desert or something and you can see things disappearing behind the horizon. Yeah. And there are explanations that flat earthers have made up for why this would be the case, like light reflection, refraction or something. It, it, it doesn't make any sense. If you have to come up with a convoluted explanation. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just want to interrupt you right there. They believe in the properties of light and refraction, but they don't believe in the planet being a globe. Right, that's the thing. They just pick and choose what properties <laughs> of physics they believe in. It is. Okay, another explanation is why can you fly around the Earth if it's not a globe? Why can you take off from Los Angeles, keep flying straight, and end up back in Los Angeles after you've gone over China? And their reasoning is, like some of the reasoning I've seen is that because the Earth is shaped like a disc and something about the gravitational pull of the disc or something, planes think they're going straight, but they're actually flying slightly sideways, so they're just flying in a circle, and they don't realize it. Like, when you have to make up shit like this, when you have to invent new physics to explain (laughs) stuff just because... They've decided on an end... Like, they've, they've made their theorem... And decided that it's fact, and then try. Then they tried to like make up the experiments to fit it. it. It's it's baffling. That's crazy. Absolutely baffling. That that's crazy. That's something... if you're one of those people, or you know one of those people, stop it, or tell them to stop it. That's something stop. that was just proven <laughs> hundreds of years ago. Yeah, we've we've known this not to be true for hundreds of years. Hundreds. Stop it. Yeah, stop it. Get some help. That's goofy. That's so investment to space. That's where you would go. <laughs> and education. God, we need to fix education. Uh, the fa- yeah. I, I don't know if this is a failing of the educational system or if it's a if it's social media's fault or if it's if all if crazy people like this have always existed and now they can just post on the internet where people can see them. Instead of standing on a street corner screaming into a megaphone or something, mm-hmm. I don't know, but whatever it is, that's that. I, that's one of the things we need to fix. That whatever causes this thing to happen, where NASA can post a picture of Jupiter, and instead of being like, "Man, that's dope," everybody just argues over the flat Earth and the fucking comments on Twitter. Whatever that is, that's what I would fix. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is it. it. I would assume that's education or like mental wellness. That's yeah, health, mental health care. Mental health care, yeah, part of it. Yeah, maybe we just need to get people more help. Maybe they just need to be in hospitals, uh, <laughs> and may, maybe they just need to be taken away from their ridiculous parents. But maybe that's just education having effect over time and. People just need to get it out of their dumb, dumb heads that the Earth is flat. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I'll take a definitive stance on that. Yeah, the Earth isn't flat. You, you're stupid if you think so. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. 
I that, that's dumb. Get some help. <laughs> yeah, that's real dumb. Um, I don't. Did I interrupt something that you were saying to go on the no. rant? Uh, anyway, that's my that's my answers. And I feel like a running trend on this show is you ask me a question like that, and I come up with some like answers that are fairly grounded in reality. And now I'm going to turn it back over to you, and you're probably going to come up with just some funny, crazy shit. And that's that's fine. That's what I want to hear. What would you do? <laughs> I, I, you know, part of my favorite part of doing this podcast is it are the are the rants though, and I think that's I think that's the good good. Um, the crazy shit that I would do, I'm not uh, at first. The things that I would address, education would definitely be one of them. I agree wholeheartedly on that. I think healthcare and mental uh, health are two things that are poorly lacking in America. Especially, yes, healthcare exists, but the way that people take care of their minds and their mental health is severely lacking in America and probably most of the world. And I think most of the world's probably depressed for a lot of reasons that can be talked through uh, with a mm-hmm. professional. Um, so that would be things that I would address um, almost assuredly. But, you know, when I was thinking of this question, I definitely went to the extreme. Um, I'm not going <laughs> to say, uh, because I would probably want to make all of America like a dictatorship uh, if I just had that like unlimited power. And, uh, be like okay now i just get to make all the choices is this gonna be fucking i'm making super clones to fight so that i can be the superhero because i'm the only person who can be my own super villain no i already did that again (laughs) i already did that one no i there is something to be said about (laughs) now here's a stance that no one's gonna like there is something (laughs) positive to be said about dictatorships um oh god and here, there's there's obviously negatives to communism and dictatorships. Um, there, the obvious negatives are no one should have that much power because power corrupts. Um, and I think that's been proven over time. One of the positive things about a dictatorship, though, is that you see someone's vision come to life um, because there's no one there to stop them. So the country becomes shaped how they envision it, and if they're on the right track, it's really good for the country. I'm just thinking about the positives here from my own perspective of changing the United States to a dictatorship from my stint as president, which I guess if I make it a dictatorship, I just stay president. Can't take it away. (laughs) I already changed it. Um, (laughs) Because there are a lot of things in America that I would want to fix. Um... I I think that Americans as a whole are, are overworked. There are a lot of countries that don't right. work as many hours as Americans. Um, I I also think their economies aren't doing as well as America's, even though we could debate that. But um, Americans spend too much time working. I think a lot of people in the world spend too much time working. Um, the Japanese culture focuses a lot on work, but oh, yeah. um, that's a whole other topic. I think Europeans... Our, um, the English work a similar amount to Americans, but I'm not sure about that, as well as Canadians. Um, I know people in Scandinavia don't work as much as we do. They have like regular, like really long summer breaks that they do where lots of people just take off work. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Just go on a vacation for a month or something. See, like that. that's, and that's one of the things that, like, if I had absolute power, 
and I could change America in absolute ways, changing the way that we view work would be one of those key things. We only live for so long. Why are we spending so much of each day working? Don't get it. Doesn't make sense. It's not necessary. Most people, when they work each day, whether they're in an office or working remote, no matter how they're working, they're not working that full time. They're at work. They're no, working a small not. percentage of it. Maybe not a small yeah, percentage, um, but 50%. Almost 75%. nobody works eight hours no. during their eight hour shift. No. Almost nobody. No, almost like, nobody. So we don't need you people being stuck at work for eight hours. Let's shorten that time frame and improve efficiency during that time. You know? Maybe if your shift is five hours, you're going to be more motivated to just work through the five hours because that's all you got to do. You don't got to sit there for eight hours. So uh, yeah. let's shorten that. Absolutely. If I came to work, if I came to work and I knew that I was only going to be there for five hours, I would, I'd, yeah, I'd hit the ground running. I'd have my coffee ready to go. I'd, I'd show up at five o'clock or nine, nine o'clock, sign in at nine o'clock or whatever. And I'd just get to work and I'd be like, you know what? Five hours from now, I can just leave. Yep. <laughs> And I would get, I would probably get more done. Oh, do, does anything feel better uh, other than a day off? And I, I, I could probably argue this, but does anything feel better than a half day at work? I love half. I had a work. half day. I had a half day at work actually this week because I went to work on Monday and I had to go. Um, I had to go to an eye doctor's appointment and they had to put stuff in my eyes so I couldn't see for the rest of the day. So I had to take the rest of it. That. The story is not important. Anyway, <laughs> I had a half day at work on Monday. I think it was the most productive day at work that I had this week, actually. See? Because I was like, I've only got until my doctor's appointment at 1230 to get these things done, and I need to get them done. And so I worked. So really you hammered them out. Yeah. Yeah. And when you get off uh, of, of a four-hour shift, and you, you go do your other things, and you hammered out that work, you feel like you were productive. You feel good about yeah. that day's work. Oh yeah, and you have time. It's a win-win. Yeah. It, it feels good to get things done, and you have time in your day. It's the best feeling. Being a lot of people will be like, "I just want to sit around and do nothing," and don't realize that being productive and getting things done makes you feel better as a person. And if you just focus people to get to be productive for a period of time each day. Instead of dragging the shit out and them not wanting to be there at all, everyone would be yeah. happier. Everyone would be happier. Yeah. yeah, 100%. I think I agree with you 100%. I think, I think I'm less motivated to work when I, have to, when I know I'm going to have to be at work for nine hours. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, man, I don't want to be here until six o'clock. I don't. And also, you lollygag because you're like, I've got nine hours to get this done. Yep. So a lot of the time, I, I would wage I would wager a guess that, yeah, I probably don't get any more done in a nine hour day than I would in a five hour day because, like, yeah, I think I'm just repeating myself here. But when you show up and you've only got five hours, you're like, I got to get this done. When yeah. you show up and you got nine hours, you're like, I've got nine hours to get this done. Yeah. So that your first two hours of your day is like, I'm checking email, I'm drinking <laughs> my coffee. Exactly. You're just dicking around burning time. Which isn't good for the company or yourself. Burning your life away yeah. just because? That sucks. Um, yeah, I would make a sweeping change to uh, science uh, 
in the field of science towards space exploration as well because i love star trek and i love star wars and let's let's go to the moon and beyond man like let's get the fuck off this rock i i brought this up during your point we're all gonna die if we don't get off this planet eventually and by we all i mean our species we've got to leave at some point so let's get started let's get to work on it we know we can let's let's go let's let's start hammering it away um, I will also offer a an argument. Sorry to derail no, you for a second, for but when when these sorts of things come up in political arguments, particularly in America, I think the reasoning for a lot of people when they say that they don't believe in global warming or they don't believe that the heat death of this or that the sun's going to burn out or that the planet's going to blow up eventually or something. A lot of people base their arguments on religion. And they say that, they say, like, I think a lot of people's thought process is God wouldn't have put us here on this earth if the earth wasn't going to take care of us. And God has a plan, and we're going to get through it because God. What if, hear me out, what if, Because throughout human history, there have been many points in humanity's existence where there's been some shit we've had to overcome. Yeah. There's been some shit in everyone's life that they've had to overcome. And how many times have you heard people say, well, this was part of God's plan and God gave me the tools to work through this to make me a stronger person? What if, and hear me out, if you believe in God, how do you know that God didn't put this species on this planet with the tools that we needed to get off of it and become an intergalactic species to see if we could do it and to make us a better, stronger race of people. Yeah. That makes I'm sense to just me. Just putting that out there. <laughs> that makes sense to me. It's like if you're playing a video game and a developer creates 50 levels, they don't put you in the first level so you stay there forever. Just saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If if we stay on this earth and it blows up at some point and you get to the pearly gates and Peter's and you're like, what happened? I thought God was going to take care of us. Why did, why did the planet blow up? And he's like, you had rockets, dumbass. <laughs> Don't blame me. <laughs> <laughs> you had so much time. <laughs> I gave you so much time to leave and you just didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's 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 a perfect that's a perfect argument. Yeah, if you if you believe God put us here, then why wouldn't you believe that God gave us the tools to leave? Makes sense to me. Yeah, how do you know that this isn't Tutorial Island? Yo. <laughs> Yo, now that's a topic. Earth is Tutorial Island. Oof. Yeah, I like that. That's, I mean, that's possible too. Put put us all here so we can work out our differences, learn to love one another before we go out in the universe and interact with other species. Yeah, get the get the shit bred out of us before we go intergalactic. That makes sense. There, yeah, I think there's a lot of arguments to be made for Earth is the proving ground. Wow. Well, God, I hope so. I want to get to the pearly gates and be like. Was this the tutorial? And God would be like, yes. That was level zero. 
humanity has not humanity has not moved to level one yet. Oops. And oops. And we're on the fifth expansion, so there's one hundred levels. <laughs> <laughs> humanity has a long way to go. <laughs> your ser- your server sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God's just God's just a kid in front of a computer, and all the other all the other gods are like bullying him. <laughs> Bro, I can't believe your humanity hasn't gotten past level zero. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm trying, guys. They just keep warring and fighting over whether the Earth is flat, <laughs> even though they've gone around it in in rocket ships. <laughs> And they've I don't know satellites. what else I can do. I really shouldn't have given them Twitter. <laughs> I thought social media would make them smarter. They could share the information. But they just keep lying to each other. It's crazy. <laughs> poor poor kid oh, God on his computer shit. playing Earth. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Uh, there's got to be a Where, there's got to be a show like that, right? The worst simulation, probably. There's probably a movie. That's probably a movie. We have no original thoughts. Surely somebody has already done this. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, beyond that, uh, beyond beyond space travel, trying to restructure the workforce, taking care of people's mental health. I mean, it would get goofy. I'd go into the goofy territory if just like absolute <laughs> power. Yeah. I can't. This is why you can't have the dictatorship. Yeah, it starts well, out great. And then... My my brain also doesn't function well with the concept of absolute power. Just it, it just. I don't doesn't. think anybody's does. I don't think we were built for that. Yeah, I'm just like I want a clone army. Give me a clone army. <laughs> I want it now. I want it now. I I don't. Also, I don't see. I don't see the problem with human cloning, uh, but that's that's a whole other thing. Human cloning. Let's debate the ethics of human cloning. Isn't part of the issue with the ethics of cloning that the clones are never as healthy as the originals? Like, there's, I think there's issues with that whole process that m- leads to health problems. Well, did Dolly... Dolly was the clone, right? Dolly was the clone mm, of the sure. sheep. Yeah, I don't know. Didn't Dolly live like a normal sheep's lifespan? I don't know. Okay, what I do know is that there are companies in China that will clone people's pets for a certain fee. Like, it's like 15 grand for a cat or something Wait, like that. Wait, really? Yeah. Yo. Yeah, there are, com- there are companies that will clone pets. I and I do know, know that, that part thing. of the debate around this is that um, the the clones are not as healthy as the originals. It's something with the process means that they're not going to live the same lifespan that the originals. Yeah, but are they doing like high quality cloning or is it like cheap cloning? And they're just like <laughs> petri trays are <laughs> like a little back dirty alley cloning. Yeah, I don't know. That that may be it. It may just be like in an effort to make the process cheaper so that they can make a business out of it. They've cut some corners. I don't know. That might be it. I I don't know. We're if diving you... into territory where I only know so much again. But... <laughs> I don't know if you can cut corners in cloning. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I don't know enough about it. Can Can you just cut corners in like a super? I get. I guess when I think about cloning, I'm like, that's a super like cutting edge science thing. But it's not. Cloning's been around for like thirty years now, and yeah, we just. 
it, it it's just so uncommon that it still feels like sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah, if you could make a perfect copy of a, a human being and <clears throat> they weren't going to suffer any adverse health effects, I don't, yeah, I don't see the issue with it. Um, as long as the person who's being cloned consented. Well, yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I, my brain was like, wait, but that person didn't consent to being born. And then I was like, neither Nobody did I. Nobody consents to being exactly. born. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, you're here. Suck it up. Yeah. <laughs> you got to deal with it now. You're here. Oops. Yeah. That, man. You could do so many things with with clones. You can fix so many issues with clones. And you know what? If they die faster than normal people, kind of a win-win. They do a bunch of stuff and then they just leave. <laughs> <laughs> like it, like if you cloned like if you clone someone and they're like aged to like 25 years of age in like 2 years and they only live for 5 years, you can get a lot a lot a lot out of them. That sounds like slave labor. Yes. That would be slave labor. I mean, it's kind of what they did in Star Wars. It's exactly what the clone army was. Yeah. I mean, are you saying you don't see the ethical problem with that? Oh, with slave labor? No, I totally see the ethical problem with that. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying that's one of the <laughs> one of the things you could do. It is one of the things you could do, but I thought the debate was, is human cloning ethical? Oh, no, I already, I already, I, already, I think the process of cloning is ethical. I, d- yeah, I don't see you're a just, problem you're with just that. birthing another human. Yeah. What does it matter what its genetic makeup is? Like, Yeah, no, I think, I think that's fine. What you do with them, that's where the ethics comes into yeah, issue. Yeah, for sure. I'm just saying, if they are defective, there are things you could do with them. That would be unethical. And there are things you could do that wouldn't probably be ethical. Maybe. I don't know. What would you do with a person that only lived for five years? I don't know. Five years is not a lot of time. No. I feel like... Is that even enough time for them to learn anything? I mean, I would assume if... It would have to be like manual labor. like Yeah, which, again, you're just getting into slavery territory. Be like, we're creating you to live for five years and then... Yeah, I don't think there's any way that this is good. No, unless it's like war, which again is probably still unethical to create soldiers just to die. I mean, okay, but then that's, you could be saving I th- lives. Think that, yeah, I think that's that's an ethics debate that's worth having. Is it is it less ethical to build a, cl- a clone army that's only going to live for five years anyway and send them out to die? Is that less ethical than taking a bunch of people who have a bunch of 18-year-olds who have their entire lives ahead of them and signing them up to be shot at against their will? Eesh. <laughs> Being born to die versus having a normal lifespan and... Having that taken away from you? Yeah. Oof, man, that's hard. That That's legitimately hard. That is genuinely hard. I think the only thing that you can th- say that is more ethical about taking people who already exist and signing them up is they're not all going to die. Some of them are still going to live their lives. Yeah, because if you create a clone army and they don't die, they still die. Yeah. So on one side, you're guaranteeing death. On the other side, you're just significantly increasing the risk for death. Yeah. 
But you're also putting human life in danger that could live to do like a lot of different things. Yeah. And a lot of those people who don't die are going to spend the rest of their lives with trauma. Yeah. And then we get into the debate of these things that are only going to live for five years are going to die and they're not going to be able to really live out their trauma. And so are you sparing, are you saving human suffering by just ending it? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm kind of, now I'm like on that fence and now I'm like leaning toward, yeah, we should be making clones to go fight wars. <laughs> but I, I don't think I'm... we can actually like up age clones, but maybe. Yeah. But like, but could we, if we could I'm kind of feeling yeah. like clone armies make sense. But if you have clone armies, if humans are like, okay, it's fine to make clone clone armies, then everyone's just going to make a clone army. And then you just get clone army yeah. clashing with clone army and nothing gets resolved. Yeah, now we're just going to have war just because we have these expendable human things. They're just toys at that point. Yeah. Then you just like yeah, strap cameras on them and like film it and like people watch it for fun. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, it, it would... No matter how how valiant the original intention was, yeah, you're probably going to end up in real uncomfortable territory pretty quickly. Um, yeah, it's probably not a good thing to do. I think I think we're I think you're right though. I think I I almost think it would be better. The net human suffering would be less if you could just spawn clone twenty year olds who are only going to live for five years either way and just send them out to fight instead of sending... Ooh. God. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know how comfortable I am saying that. <laughs> it feels icky. <laughs> yeah, that's... It, it, that's a real morally gray area, but... I don't know. It do, it, to me, it... Are we getting into the Empire Did Nothing Wrong territory here? Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. No, they destroyed a planet. Of course they did something wrong. Yeah. yeah nah. Yeah. We're not. But <laughs> they might not have been all wrong. Um, Like many things in life, everything has gray areas. Everything that someone does that is wrong has some kind of right to it. Everything that people do that they believe is right is probably going to be wrong in someone's eyes. That's humans. What do you think? Let us know down in the comments. <laughs> let us, yeah, let us know. What would you do if you were president? Um, and do you think it is more or less wrong to clone hu temporary human soldiers and send them into battle? Yeah. Instead of sending regular humans. And if this episode made you angry in any way, because we hit on some topics that could... Maybe maybe tweet at us or follow us on Twitter and tweet at us and maybe we'll respond with some kind of no argument. No publicity is bad publicity. <laughs> uh, if you normally listen and you're offended, uh, maybe I'm sorry. <laughs> You'll get over it. Or you won't. This has been Unplanned Potency, episode 18, the one that got us canceled. <laughs> Thanks for listening. It was a fun ride. Maybe we'll be back next week. <laughs> <laughs>